Hey geeks, it's Jana and Ashley. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your place for the latest geek and fandom news. Welcome back, friends, to the Geek Girls Universe podcast. We're back with another meeting, the Magic Makers episode. These episodes are dedicated to showcasing the amazing talents of Disney cast members. Today, we're speaking with Katie Brown, a cast member who has worn many hats from Walt Disney World. From entertainment to photography, Katie has been creating memories for families all over the Disney properties. Welcome, Katie. Love the name. Thank you for taking time to chat with us, and thank you for all your hard work at Disney. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. So, Katie, can you tell us about your many, I mean, you've had a lot of roles at Disney, so if you don't want to go into all of them, that's fine, but can you tell us about a few? <laughs> sure. Yes, it's been many, many years, so I've done a lot of different things, but I started with the company in 2003, working during my summers in college. I wanted to be a Disney princess like most people. Maybe not most, but a lot of people who come work. <laughs> they, I want to be a Disney character. Uh, and after <laughs> time, we had to do an interview before they would let you go to the character auditions. So at the end of the interview, they were like, just in case this doesn't work out, here's another uh, role you might be interested in, Tomorrowland Attractions. So I was uh, in operations for Alien Encounter, The Timekeeper, Astral Orbiter, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin, and Carousel of Progress for three summers, which was a great time. And I still keep in touch with some of my buddies that <laughs> we all used to work together during those crazy college years. And then as soon as I graduated, I was like, okay, I got to get serious about getting a job in entertainment. I'm going to be a character. <laughs> so of course it is a very serious job, but uh, I did that for a summer. And then I moved on to PhotoPass. Because at the time, I was like, I'm going to be an entertainer. And I was going to all these auditions. And I figured any day now will just happen. By the time the end of my first summer after college rolled around and I didn't have a job in performing it, I was like, maybe I should have a backup plan. I went to PhotoPass so I could develop my photography skills a little bit more. And then over the years, I just kept networking and making new contacts and auditioning and beating down doors and finally got a great job in music at Disney, working as a casting director at the American Idol Experience for a few years until it closed. <laughs> One of my favorite experiences. <laughs> Me too. It was so unique and special. And because of that, kind of hard for people to get just because it was so difficult to figure out what it was. Like people know, okay, Big Thunder Mountain, that's a roller coaster. Okay, Muppet Vision 3D, that's a movie. It's very hard for people to get like, oh, I don't want to go sing. Well, you could sing or you could go just watch a really amazing show. So it was difficult for people to put it into a box. So some people just skipped it because they didn't really know what it was. But the people who did get to see it always loved it. And it was fun for us to be behind the scenes because we were hearing the auditions. So that was kind of fun to be part of the inner workings of the American Idol experience which is very exciting. And then American Idol experience closed and I actually was separated from the company for a few years after that. And then I got to join American mm -hmm. Music Machine. And then that also closed. 
But then very soon after that, I got to join the cast of Voices of Liberty for the Candlelight Processional at Epcot. And then the next year, I joined the year-round cast of performance inside the American Adventure. And that's where I've been ever since. Until COVID-19. And now I am sadly a casualty of the latest round of entertainment layoffs. So November 31st will be my final day with Disney for now. It's okay. There's a lot of kind of see a real soon type of hopeful talk around that, yeah. but we don't have any official answers. So we'll see what happens. COVID-19 has definitely been a downer for Hall of Disney. Everything. Um, but you've, you've had a lot of amazing roles. Like, yeah, I've had so many. That's like great. I mean, it's amazing, but like, and such a variety. If you had to pick a favorite, what would it be? And then do you have a dream job that you would want to have or something like a department that you have not been in yet that you would want to be in in the future? Hmm. I definitely think my favorite and my dream job are the same because I have just had the goal of being part of Voices of Liberty for very many years. So when I achieved that, that was that was a pretty exciting day. It's just very special to be part of such an elite group that not only is extremely talented, but the whole the whole group just feels like a family. So it's very, very special to be part of that group. And that was a major goal of mine. I auditioned for Voices of Liberty for 12 years before I finally got in. <laughs> so wow. that, was major, that was a major achievement to check off of my list. Wow. That is elite then. If like, if clearly people are, there's a wow. lot of people that audition for that. That's exactly. Wow. Well, that's a very extreme case. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> you know, some people never can, but other people, you know, might get it on their first or second try. So it just kind of varies. It, it depends on what they're looking for. And just being in the right place at the right time. Sure. For sure. So our listeners can find you at katiebrownmusic.com. What types of events are you available for? I like to do a little bit of everything. Uh, Quarantine has brought some kind of new and interesting opportunities, which is cool. I've done some driveway concerts and and private serenades for little romantic dinners and things like that. Um, but I've even done uh, socially distanced wedding receptions and things like that. I've done a whole wedding, you know, with my mask on, which is exciting that people have found safe ways to still have these small celebrations during quarantine, which is wonderful. And I have done holiday parties and class reunions and all sorts of things. Right now, I am focusing on a Carol King tribute show, which I just premiered uh, in a stadium setup. So people could bring like lawn chairs and picnic blankets and spread out on the baseball field, which was really cool. An amazing way to still have live music being experienced and created in this environment. So that was exciting. Uh, But my main thing is kind of along those same lines with singing and playing piano. So uh, people can actually find me playing piano regularly at the Edison at Disney Springs, which is exciting too. And that's a great big building. So there's lots of room for social distancing. The tables are very spread out and all of the protocols are being followed. So that's an exciting. I love the Edison and I love the entertainment at the Edison. So that is a great 
so good to know I can find you there. Yeah. It's like, on my wow. bucket list. I haven't been yet, but it looks so oh cool. Oh, you're missing out, Ashley. It's so amazing. It really is. Just looking at the desserts, I'm like, I'm missing out. <laughs> oh, true. Oh, even and the appetizers too, like do, the, the entire thing. Cocktails, like it's an experience. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for you to go. We'll have to talk about that. It really, truly is. The menu is amazing. It's and I will so say good. the entertainment is great now. It was a little more extensive, I would say, and a little more varied before COVID-19. Um, but now we do have entertainment every night. There's a trio there that hangs out on Fridays and Saturdays and then it's a solo performer the rest of the days a week for now but then before uh before the coronavirus they had dancers and variety acts you might find a juggler or an aerialist or something like that. yeah the aerialist uh, was really so cool, cool. yeah okay I definitely need to go <laughs> yeah, yeah you absolutely do <laughs> um and so Katie you're part of a group called the piano party like a piano based entertainment company mm-hmm. um what and so sort of you do like dueling pianos and right. um participate at different events can you tell us a little bit about that sure that kind of started as my uh side hustle a few years ago and it's start it's really grown actually through the years we got the amazing opportunity last year to be guest entertainers on Disney Cruise Line doing a dueling piano show we were supposed to be doing that actually uh in just a few days <laughs> um but obviously coronavirus had other plans so uh hopefully the the remainder of our dates might still be intact we'll see how it goes but other than that yes we offer dueling pianos pretty much any type of piano entertainment that you need we can take care of that and that's kind of been my little side hustle baby that i've been nurturing all these few years and pretty much if you need any type of piano entertainment, you can holler at piano party and we'll bring it to you. That's so awesome. So on the DL, can you message us the <laughs> dates for those cruises? <laughs> yes. We both have placeholders that are just like sitting there waiting very patiently <laughs> to be used. And in addition to just being like a, a nerd and geek for all things Disney, I actually spent two years of school at a music conservatory. So oh, I love nothing that. more than really good music and dueling pianos, I think is like one of the most fun things on the face of the planet to go do. Like I've done the like howling at the moon kind of thing a few times. Oh, and yeah. just been like, oh, this is so much fun. So right. much fun. And I, you know, and I feel like not everybody gets it or everybody appreciates that necessarily, but I just think it's so much, uh, so much fun. Yeah. Even so, if you don't have a music that background, I think most people can, can appreciate how much we have to juggle yeah. up there. <laughs> but sure, position oh, myself, sure. the first time I saw a dueling piano show, I was like, wow, I wish I could do that someday. And then <laughs> I've somehow yeah, tumbled oh, into yeah. it. And now <laughs> that's what I do for the most part. Um, talent. <laughs> It's, yeah, we get that question a lot. It's like, how do you remember all this stuff? Because in case you're not familiar with dueling pianos, a lot of times it's an all-request show. So there's anything from, you know, thousands of different things that people can throw at you at any given moment. So people ask us all the time, how do you remember all these songs? And we just learn them one song at a time until you finally have a huge list for people to choose from. And that's part of the fun is that you never really know what you're going to get. <laughs> When you get to the show and it's all up to the audience to be part of the fun and let us know what they will hear. Different show every time. (laughs) Exactly. That's what keeps it interesting. Well, I'm sitting here, fingers crossed that your other cruise dates 
go forth. <laughs> I have I'm I miss cruising. Toes, arms, legs, <laughs> elbows, eyelashes, all my body parts yes. are crossed for that to pull through. Because yeah. that was so much fun for us to be part of that. Oh, for sure. The Disney cruise line is like I'm a snob, so I prefer to cruise with Disney. So I would love to perform too. Like I like you were saying earlier about wanting to like be a princess. When I was little, I just I wanted to work for Disney in some way, shape, or form. I wanted to be a performer. I wanted to be a princess. I wanted to be an animator. <laughs> and so when we took our first cruise with them and I just saw the the entertainment aspect on the ship, I was like, man. I wish I had known about this when I was younger. I would have totally signed up for this. this oh, is yeah. Awesome. There's something special about it. And there's something special about just ship life in general because I've done a contract with another line as well. But it's just kind of cool to wake up in a new place every morning. And you have your own little space, which is actually kind of nice in a m- minimalistic way to just have, like, your little cabin. And that's all you really have to take care of. And you have your room steward, so you don't have to clean. You have... You know, restaurants, you don't have to cook, you got your gym, a pool, you know. So it's definitely, I mean, it's a nice lifestyle. If I hadn't had my heart set on, you know, the the picket fence style family as well, then I don't know, I might have just done ship life (laughs) full time until I retire. But it's nice to have the family roots too. That's definitely a whole other dream. That's on another level as well. That's being achieved that's another big check for the list (laughs) (laughs) for sure we have to ask this of all of our guests what is your favorite fandom and or disney character oh that's tough okay uh (laughs) well my favorite disney princess was always Belle because i love to read i don't know i think a lot of performers can relate to like not really feeling like you always fit in everywhere you go. So that was definitely a deep, you know, relation for me to the whole idea of Belle. But then when Princess and the Frog came out, I really identified with Tiana as well. She's such a hard worker and she has that one dream that she's working towards. So I can definitely identify with her as well. There's lots of princess aspects in there too. I also love Wally. He's one of my favorites. Oh, I love Wally too. I don't know. It's very hard for me to just pick one favorite because we also saw Coco when I was expecting my son and all the messages of family and the importance of music and following your dream. That's been a very important one to us as well. Having watched it when I was expecting and then my son fell in love with it. We had a Coco birthday party for him. We dressed as Coco characters for Halloween. So we're all about Coco in this house. I love that. I love that movie. It makes me ugly cry, but I love that movie. (laughs) Same, same for every Pixar movie, really. Oh, for sure. (laughs) They go in for that. They deliberately like lure you in and then stab you in the heart and make you cry. (laughs) When we would do things in real life and we would go to premieres. I would ask our PR rep how many boxes of tissues I need to bring. <laughs> so sure. we have one last sort of um, official question for you. But as a performer, what's your favorite Disney song to sing? Mm, that's very tough. I will say with Voices of Liberty, I love singing Seize the Day. That's one of our big mm. closers. and has a, mm. you know, showy, flashy ending. So it's like kind of this big finish, but it's also very heartfelt. A lot of the people who come to watch our show really connect with that song. Either they love the movie or they've seen the musical or maybe even 
been in the musical, or even if they've never heard it before, that just that message of unity you know, really connects with a lot of people. Plus, it's an amazing arrangement. So that's got to be one of my favorites for sure. But I also love When You Wish Upon a Star. There's nothing like a classic. For sure. <laughs> Those are both excellent choices. Yes, now I'm like, oh, I want to go watch that again. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, Newsies. Thank you again, Katie, for joining us today. And of course, thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. Be sure to check out Katie's website, katiebrownmusic.com and pianoparty.com. And check her out at the Addison. We will be back to geek out with you again soon. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for more geeky goodness.